Blog Talk Radio.
think I'm live here on my podcast, so I got to get back to my show here. Hang on. Let's see. Uh, all right, all right. We're uh, hey, just for those of you just tuning in right now, we are we are live on Jitsi right now, so we're experimenting something new so we can do on camera too. So those of you, I'm just gonna play a quick commercial here while these guys get everything situated here, and then we'll go live and start doing our talking points, and then I'll be able to patch these guys in. This was my background. How do you like that, Joseph, for Righteous Army? <laughs> hang on. I can't. Hang on a second, guys. Hang on a second. Now, let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them, that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War and someday when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side, he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price or better rev than death. Or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shockers around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material compensations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. He said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. podcasting, <clears throat> understanding the times in which we live today, restoring our republic. We've got the solutions here. All right, right now we got, we're, I'm simulcasting right now with Jitsi. So they're, we're on camera, I'm on camera with them. Okay, you guys on the podcast show can't see, obviously, because you're calling or in or logging in through the Internet. So so we're going to have an open platform discussion here. Of course, i got Mike from Florida. He's on, the, on there. So I'm going to go ahead and patch everybody in here if I can. And uh, I'll get them. Okay, Mike, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here with uh, Daniel. 
in South Florida and with Alan in Colorado and with you there in North Carolina, Joseph. I'm here in Miami, Florida, too. Um, uh, I invited Joshua from Wisconsin, spiritual-minded guy who may come in, too. Uh, Joseph, see if, if there's one person in your audience that that can respectfully come in just to kind of help us and guide us from the perspective of people calling in, um, can tell us how well they hear us. This is all new, and then I'm going to kind of describe exactly what we're going to be doing here. Okay, American Statesman is in the chat room. I know that person. Can you hear okay, American Statesman? Can you hear the show okay? Let me type it in the chat room. Can you hear the show, American Statesman? Nobody's responding to me in the chat room. Hello? Can anybody yeah, hear so me? Yes. All right. I got somebody putting their hand up. Hang on. I got somebody putting their hand up here, a private caller. Go ahead, private caller. Yes, I can hear everybody so far. You are predominantly more loud than the rest, but we can yeah, hear I, them all. See, I cannot hear the caller. You can't, yeah, we can't hear the caller. Okay, so you guys aren't going to be able to hear the caller. That's the problem, Mike. That's going to be a problem. Yeah, we need to, we need to. There's no way to figure it out. There's no way to figure that out. You need to have the speaker of the callers. I'm close to... Okay, okay, I see. I, I know how to do that. Hang on. I know how to do that. Hang on one second here. Okay, caller, thank you for doing that. Appreciate you. Appreciate you doing that there. Who is this, John Doe? Yes, sir. Oh, John Doe. Okay, great, John Doe. I appreciate it. All right, hang on. I know how to do this, Mike, where we can get a three-way patch. In. Hang on one second. John Doe, just bear with me one second here. I know how to do this. All right, hang on. And then we'll be able to do this. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Please hold and you will be able to listen to the show. All right. As soon as I pass this through. Okay. Now, John, no, go ahead and talk, brother. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. So this is Mike. Um, let, Let somebody that called in on your show say a few words. Go ahead, John Doe. Hey, Mike, this is John Doe. I can hear you fine. I can hear John. I mean, Joe fine. I don't know about the feedback I heard just a moment ago, so I'm just talking to give you guys a signal to work with, and then we'll go from there. Thank you so very much. Do you need me to continue to talk, or do you got it? Can you hear him, Mike? Yeah, if you'll, if you'll hang with us for a little bit, uh, just keep yourself muted unless we ask you something specific for now. All right. Appreciate it. No, he's, he's oh. fine. John Doe, John Doe can stay in the conversation. He's well, well respectful if he wants to. It's up to him. But he's he's yeah. pretty well knowledgeable of the Constitution and everything, so he won't talk over yeah. us. Right, right now we're just trying to work out the, the, the kinks here. Um, what we're going to be doing is J- Joseph – and we're not recording right now. Yes, I'm recording. We're going to record this. Right, you are. Because you, you're doing your usual blog talk show, which is great. But I want to, you know, you can explain to your audience, or I'm explaining it now, that, you know, Joseph and I have really become pretty close over the last year with the efforts I've been putting forth at Righteous Army. And Joseph appreciates the efforts I've been putting forth. Um, He and I have come to see eye-to-eye with regards to uh, the Republic for the United States of America, which he was hosting for 10 years. Um, And some concerns came up on a variety of ways that I expressed to Joe. he concurred with me on what those concerns are, 
and we'll address those issues on our shows. So what we're going to be doing is the people that call in on Blog Talk, that's a way essentially to call into the show. The show is the top generals with the Righteous Army, which is Daniel Johns, um, um, Alan, uh, yourself there, Joseph, and again, Joshua Redland, if he decides to call in. Um, and I'm going to give, when we start recording, I'm going to do kind of an overview introduction of myself, what we're doing, and my understanding of everybody that's involved. And we'll go around the table and let each person give an introduction about themselves um, as far as the... Well, why don't we go ahead and do that, Mike? I mean, yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just giving your viewers an understanding that we're working together here so that even your viewers, while they're listening to the show, um, I'll be sending the video out. You can send it out. We'll, we'll get the video out as well. That, pe that way people can watch the show and they can see if we pull up any, you know, bits of information or we're sharing well, I screen, can put the link. I can put the link in the chat room. To the Jitsi, if you want. Well, no, we don't. We don't want anybody joining in. Oh, okay. Jitsi with. Me. No, no, that's our back room that that we can control for guests and stuff. However, if you want to, you can post the home network TV in order to be able to get video feeds. All right, home network TV. Well, I don't need to post that because they already got it. <laughs> home network TV. Okay. You bet. Because they're listening. So, so is there anything you could do? Uh, your John Doe speaker, I could hear him, but not quite as well as I could hear you. Is, is it, was it a matter of you dialing them in? Is there a way to turn no, the volume? No, I just had the volume low, that's all. Okay, all right, so turn the volume up and let's try it again with John Doe. All right, John Doe, go ahead and give him just uh, talk if you want. Give your constitution. Okay. Speech. Yeah, when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should got declare it. the got causes. Got it, John. No, you got appreciate it. it. Uh, Daniel, could, Daniel, can you hear that fine? Daniel's not, Daniel's not there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I can hear it okay. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. Like, All right. I'd like for Daniel, I'd like for Joseph and Daniel to come on. Uh, we, we could start uh, recording. Let's go. And then we'll have the radio show going with our recorded. Um, I can't get on camera, Mike. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to screw around with everything right now. I'll tinker around with it as I can. Just start the show, well, please. When you, when you mouse over, when you mouse over your, your the screen, you should see. The microphone and the camera. For sure, your camera's muted if you have a camera. No, the camera says it's on. Camera says it's on for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I'm not plugged in the right way. Let's see here. Go ahead and start. How about I, you, Dan? I can't have dead air on the podcast. Or are you having an issue with camera? There was a program that was tying up my camera. I've uninstalled them, but I would have to restart my computer to get the camera. Yeah, i got to do the same thing with mine. That's what it's saying, though. So I can't do that, Mike. Well, we'll do it, both of you. I can't, I can't stop my computer and my show will stop. I can't. My podcast will shut down if I, if I restart my computer. All right, well. Um, I just can't be on camera right now. That's all. No problem. We'll explain that, uh, and then we'll uh, deal with it on the next episode. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and start recording. Um, 
So I am hitting start recording. Say recording locally. Start recording. Recording is on. Okay, so. All right, go ahead, guys. Go ahead. Yeah, I believe we're recording. So I'm going to give a little introduction here um, about myself, what we're doing here and let it go around with everybody to kind of do the same thing. So Michael Van Skoik here, that's a Dutch name, Van Skoik, a.k.a. Mike Singer, founder of TheBigVirusHoax.com, um, that's H-O-A-X, TheBigVirusHoax.com, and RighteousArmy.org. Um, in my efforts over the last year with RighteousArmy.org, I've met some brilliant minds, um, some righteous people, um, who don't get any portion of the limelight because, frankly, just about everybody that starts getting limelight, you start second-guessing whether or not they're controlled opposition or they're being paid as shills and trolls. Everybody's concerned about that. So Joseph Gibson with uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Joseph Gibson, who's with us now, um, for 10 years has been doing the radio uh, show for the Republic for the United States of America. Joseph and I have become pretty darn close over the last year, and um, I like he's a he's a hard hitter um, and asks the hard questions. And um, people have suspected him of being an operative or an insider or FBI agent or shill or whatever. I've been accused of that, it's, it, which is ridiculous. But people are full of fear right now. There's a lot of people that have a lot of fear on everything that's been going on politically and socially. So I am fearless because I stand in the Creator, Lord God Almighty, the God of life, through Yahushua, the Son of God. Um, having been a person who was raised understanding Christianity, whether it's true or not, the fact that we all have been told that God Almighty incarnated in the flesh and walked the earth as a perfect man, as a sacrifice for us all, only a fool would not accept that as being something they would accept, assuming it's truth. Could it be a story, as many people uh, herald? Absolutely. But who in their right mind would not say, wow, if that's true, God came and walked in perfection um, as an example for me to follow and to be a, a sacrifice for all my misdeeds and wrongdoings um, and to lead me into truth and righteousness who in their right mind would not accept that? Well, anybody who's godless, anybody who does not want to even believe in a God because they do not want to be held to the standards that God has put forth through his son, Yahushua, as an example unto all, and through the Ten Commandments, and through his food laws, and through other um, Bible-based things, which opens up a whole avenue of discussion, which we're going to hit. As we move forward, with our joint efforts here, we're going to discuss the truth about God, spirituality, religion, political issues, communism, uh, Democrat versus Republican, Trump, Biden, uh, the truth behind the politics. We're going to discuss social issues, the LGBT A to Z community agenda issues, morality versus immorality, traditional family values. We're going to be discussing Race, what Mark race Fletcher really is? Donald Duck. Let me be honest right. with We're you. Gonna there are so many false 
statements and, and false positions out there. Since when has Bob Hope in a dress been anything other than Bob Hope in a dress and made for comedy? I almost got my lights knocked That's out right. by four or five guys wearing a dress because I sat there and started laughing. Are you guys going to a fucking Halloween party? It's only July. And I am uh, yeah, that thought, Alan. I appreciate your, appreciate yeah. your sentiment, but let me just quickly finish my little intro, and then I'll pass it over to you to give an overall intro, because I want you to give your background and how you got involved with this. Um, so, again, I'm just making the point that as we move forward here with our meetings, our Righteous Army meetings, this is the Righteous Army generals. Dan's a general. Alan's a general. Joseph's a general. Um, Joshua, I consider him a general. He's not here with us now, but he's a very spiritual-minded genuine, sincere man of God, as is Daniel. Everybody on this panel might, might not be a religious, church-going, born-again Christian. Um, they might have, you know, um, their own, you know, as all humans do, their own issues, their own concerns, their own, uh, you know, struggles, which is fine. Uh, hey, speaking of uh, speaking of the devil, so to speak, I was just saying <laughs> Joshua the righteous guy, and then he pops in, right? Um so there's Joshua now joining in. So, Josh, I was just giving an overview that as we move forward here with um, Joseph Gibson on his blog, Talk Radio, people can now turn into the show, but they'll also be able to watch the video because we are the generals. Myself, Dan, uh, Daniel in Florida, Josh in Wisconsin, Joseph in North Carolina, Alan. I put us all as generals myself, being the founder of RighteousArmy.org, because I know Alan has a wealth of insights and information not only on truth, but in the area of mass communications. Um, the same could be said of Joseph, uh, a, a unique, rich history of being in and out of the good and evil struggle himself and being the radio talk show host for the Republic for the last 10 years. Daniel Johns, um, I will tell people that I gave my life unto God Almighty when I was 16 or 17. Here I am, God. I don't know who you are or what you are, but here I am. Take me. I'm yours. Uh, Dan can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he did the same when he was 10. And he has spent most of, the, if not all of his life, researching anthropology, history, archaeology, um, religious history, um, the truth of, of the Israelites, the biblical uh, truths of, of, of Jews and Israel and what an Israelite is and who the Jews are and who the Israelites are and what true Bible history is. He's a scholar at that. He's read hundreds of books, if not thousands, throughout his life from other scholars. So he's a very spiritual man, just like Joshua is. Um, and I'm the same way. I've ha I had my history in, in those studies. But the point is we're going to be addressing, we, as, as Joseph announces at the beginning of his shows now, we're not looking for answers or solutions. We have the answers and the solutions. We have all the answers and the solutions, and we're presenting them to the American people so they know what they need to do because we know what needs to be done. It's no longer about what do we do. We know better than anybody what needs to be done. And we're going to be presenting that. And in so doing, we must address all of the issues, the psyops, the race and racism, the LGBT um, homosexual transgender agenda, um, the, the, the getting rid of humanity, getting rid of races, getting rid of gender, uh, getting rid of gender identity, getting rid of humanity altogether merging human beings with technology and AI, the cryptocurrency, the new world, order, new world order, one world government agenda, everything. We're going to be addressing it all over the next several 
shows or meetings that we have. So that's how I got acclimated with these folks. Um, again, let's go around the table. And, Alan, just give a background about yourself, your show. Uh, give a few minutes so you can pass it on to uh, Joseph and Daniel and Joshua. You bet. Thank you. Um, well, first of all, I'm the founder uh, and creator, uh, conceiver of uh, HomeNetwork.tv. It's uh, licensed under the FCC, not the FTC. The FTC, you can do everything and anything that a private company can. Under the FCC, you become a provider of services instead. So we have aligned that with uh, the FCC. Uh, what is a restriction on there is anything that is Freddy Cougar or above, R-rated and above, cannot be posted on Home Network because it is a party line. It also shares videos as a party line. This is how we're able to do that, and this is how we can prevent the government from coming in in mass and saying that we have to censor this or censor that, uh, even the influence of that, the FCC. Yeah, give me a minute, Jeff, you need a forgiveness. I just, because I want to make sure they didn't mishear you or they You say can or cannot do R-rated Freddy Cougar and above. You cannot do R-rated or above. It is a party line for all ages. It's the same thing back in 1920s when you hear three rings and then two rings. It's supposed to be that person that answers the phone. Everybody in town can pick up the phone and listen. Can you clarify for the audience that, that, that aspect? You've mentioned it in a recent show we did about that it's FCC, not FTC, or FTC. We're a private company. If we were under the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, we're a private company, which is all the private exemptions under the FCC for someone in order to run a dating service or anything like that. And you have to understand there is no definition between the telephone and the Internet. Uh, we've been able to, you know, send faxes since the 1920s. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had wanted posters, okay? Been able to take photographs before that and transfer that and then use a telegraph with a rotating drum, okay, in order to be able to send photographs over the telegraph. So we've had those things for a long time. Heck, we were able to actually have video as uh, earlier than World War II. They, they actually perfected it during World War II in the television was one of the biggest secrets of World War II itself. Operation Aphrodite used the television in a, I believe it was a, uh, well, it was a bomber, and what they do is they'd uh, fill it completely full of um, TNT and other I things. And, uh, I just want to let you guys know that. Okay, thank you. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, what happened was they used the television system in order to be able to control that aircraft as a, one of the first drones that were built in World War II. So, um, you know, the, the okay. federal so, communication, yeah. We're going to come back to you because you have a lot of important information. Okay, let me, let me finish about, about home network. But nonetheless, um, it, to tell the very brief story of it, and I'm sorry, but uh, over 20 years ago I was part of a think tank, uh, sort of speak. It was more of a way of um, speeding up your studies during college. And one of the projects that we did was a sleeper project, which I was working on, that someone, the only thing they seen was the trade magazines, the technical trade magazines. And they talked about uh, 3D helmets and stuff like that, heck, 30 years ago. And this person sat there, and as they were talking about these things, he would reverse engineer what would need to be done in order to accomplish that. 
So out of that, we've got 3D uh, image uh, actual web pages that are displayed much like the Ironman, and you can even look at it uh, in a two-dimensional television. However, they're three-dimensionally controlled, and these plans have been sitting there for 30, 40 years now, and I have access to them. So I started homenetwork.tv as a platform during a time that they were doing all this crazy censorship, and I couldn't figure out how to get the thing started. So I looked into the laws, and I discovered the FTC allows these guys, well, I don't like that, so I'm just going to delete it, literally, in their, in their user agreement. In our user agreement, we're providing you with video and audio communication, and that's it. We are provider, okay? That's it. Right. Let me, I, want, I want to come back to that with you because that's a huge point that we need to discuss in detail, and you could go on for 30 more minutes on that, and I want to come back to it. So let's come back on that point. Um, um, after Joseph, go ahead and give a background again of uh, what we're doing. Well, basically, it's this, it's it's basically the, the, what you just said. Uh, you know, look, I've been we've been doing this for so long now. Talk, 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 and there's impatience going uh, around with a lot of us that are in the know for so long. I'm sick and tired of talking about Joe Biden's laptop or uh, his son's laptop. I'm sick and tired of talking about the confusing nonsense that they throw out there as narratives to keep us distracted from the real issues that are continuously going on to strip us of our rights. Uh, crash our economy, uh, destroy our families, destroy the middle class, and, and, and everything up and down the board. We're sick and tired of it, so we're here now to tell the American people that all of our experiences and what we know in, in being in the know and our connections and who we talk to and what we've done throughout the Patriot community over the years, some of us longer than others, that we're going to offer solutions to the problems. We're going to offer real solutions and attack those solutions and tell you, the people out there, how to do it and what to do. Because, look, this is the bottom line. It's go time. Either we're going to act and do what we're supposed to be doing as, as, as patriots, as Christians, whatever you want to call yourself, or you know what? It's time to just sit down and shut up and just let them run over us. Let the new world order happen and uh, just let it happen. You know, either we're going to have a spiritual awakening in this country or any type of awakening, or we're just not going to, or just, you know, i got better things to do with my life. You know, I, I'm sure everyone else does, too. Why bother talking about it? Because I'm tired of sleepless nights, uh, getting worried about this stuff and how I'm going to organize people or how I'm going to run for office or how I'm going to do this or help the, help the American people out there, and, and nobody's listening. But I know there are people out there listening, and there are good people still out there in this country. So that's what we want. We want those good people to tune in, listen, and come together and, have, and you know, rejoice with these new solutions and implement these solutions and really uh, have an awakening in this uh, country. Back over to you, Mike. Right on. Yeah, thank you, brother. Um, Josh Redlin, if you can come back on uh, video. And just for the record, um, Dan and Joseph will be on video with us uh, going into the uh, future. They just had to reboot their computer after the show started, and they can't reboot the computer after the show started because they have to resync it with the new uh, software we're using, Jitsi. We're no longer using Zoom. But, Josh, if you could come on, brother, um, give a couple of spiritual words of wisdom and, uh, um, you know, maybe some insights briefly on what, where you're heading and why. Well, first off, who I am, I'm just a truck driver. I found David Strait about a year ago, and in my endeavors, I found Mike, you know, and uh, his phone number was up there. Next thing you know, I call him, and next thing you know, I'm on a Zoom meeting. You know, here we are now. So 
I'm just a practical guy, and I'm just trying to figure out how to stop being a slave. And, and when I figure it out, I try to share information with people to help them do the same. You know, and that's, that's where I'm at with everything. I like what you guys are doing, you know, and I like how how Mike can take uh, – Take getting distracted the way he does and keep going at it. You know, it's good. You know, <laughs> so everybody gives Mike business. So. Come back to the camera for a minute, my Viking. Re Come back to the camera for a minute, my Viking. Yeah, my Viking buddy. Come on. Re Re resilience. I like that about you, Mike. Viking. <laughs> my Viking comrade, my dead brother. You don't want to mess with that guy <laughs> because he's a sword of truth. That man right there. That's a man of God. You're looking at a genuine man of God there. Um, so I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Josh. Go ahead and finish your thoughts, brother. Yeah, you, I love that you're, beard. You're, you're, well, what I like about you, you're strong suit in resilience. You know, you have a lot of information and you're resilient with it. You, 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 you hold up to all the crap that's going on out here. You know, you stand in the face of it. So uh, you, you're a bold, a bold person. So that's why I like, uh, I like being here for that. You know, and you got this guy Dan here. He's pretty good. He's got a lot of information and. Uh, if you put your hang around, they got a lot of information. So yeah, it's, it's all uh, everybody's got their own flavor they add to the to the sauce. Right on. All right, let's keep stirring the sauce. Go ahead, Go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, real quick. Uh, most people don't care about the background anyway. So yeah. if they want to know anything about me, go to my website, pastordan.net. And again, that's all together with no spaces. AsterDan.net, and you'll see my uh, recommended reading page. You'll also see how to listen to my broadcasts. There's also another page for contacting me. I'll be glad to give any details about my background. So anyone wants to know my long history. Been in this a very long time, and as Mike said, it's uh, we're running out of time. It's time to start getting in the fight and getting real about this thing, uh, and that's why I'm here. I yield. Amen. God bless you, brother. Thanks for being here, man. Um, as I mentioned at the outset, we're going to get into all topics. And Dan is my wingman. He's my right. All right, Mike, we know all that. Mike, I got a caller. Let me bring out this caller. Wait, 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 wait. I know, I know, Joseph. I'm sorry. It's just this is for the record on really our first video that we're putting out. I know. You know it, but there's a million people out there that don't. I'm just saying it for the record. But go ahead, Joseph. Start taking the All time. right. All right. Yeah. So I don't like to make that's one thing. I just don't like to make people wait, you know, because you never know who's on the line and who has something to share. So go ahead, caller. 330. 330. Go ahead. You're unmuted. All right. They had their you hand got up. Right before me, Cave Stanley from Ohio. Okay. That's Cave. All right. That's Cave. All right. Greetings, Dave. Good evening. All right, we know friend. you're there, Dave. Okay, all right. We were here. All right, I thought it was somebody new had something they wanted to offer or whatever, but you just wanted to let us know that he's there. Okay. Oh, all right. Thanks, Dave. I have nothing to offer, I guess. All right. Are you got Dave? That's one thing with your phone. You're going to have to fix that because it's so low. You know, anybody who calls in, they got to speak loud and clearly. You know, all that. You know, your phone is always very low. So, uh, but uh, go ahead, Mike. Finish the intros. Do what you got to do. Yeah, just interrupt me any time when you have a caller that raises their hand and wants to speak. All right. So I've addressed really everything that we're going to address as a team. It's just I wanted to put it in a format now where we have a, a, a video format where there's just the same five of us. It's not like 
this is not an open forum where anybody gets to come in and join the, the meetings like we were doing on Zoom at one point. It's just the five generals who have their combined collective wisdom and insights um, and, and, and God-inspired um, insights and truths and understandings. To well, Mike, let me interject um, it, Mike. Let me interject it. Last night I was on a podcast show, and, and, we, were ta- and we were talking about solutions. We obviously live have, have a corporate government right now, and that's what people are wanting to know. How can we reestablish our republic and, and get the people involved lawfully to re- restore the de jure government that we're supposed to have? Because everything else, all the other issues are side issues. We have to have a legitimate government first. Well, first of all, individually, we have to step back away from the de facto into the de jure ourselves, and that's what we do through David Strait's method. Getting into trust. We have to get into trust, you know. That's what we got to ultimately get into is trust. I'm, I'm working on getting into trust right now. So once I figure that out, I'll, I'll know more. What's a trust? So, well, that, that's, that's what everything as, as we all move forward when we're getting into the conversation, um, let's clarify who, who's speaking, you know, just for the viewers um, and for the uh, phone people that are on the phone. You know, Josh here, and this is what i got to say, Mike here, back to Dan, whatever just so people know who's speaking. So that was Josh, gotcha. and his point, his point to elaborate on it, as he indicated, he's essentially following the David Strait method on becoming a state national. Um, in other words, a state national is a person whose, whose rights go all the way back to the original Constitution, whose rights go all the way back to the Bill of Rights, whose rights go pre-14th Amendment, hey, uh, the United States government now is a corporation, and we're coming up with all kinds of corporate rules and bylaws and statutes and codes that we're going to now enforce upon the people. And the people gullibly uh, go that way through fraud, not even knowing it. Okay, Mike. Okay, what? Mike, Mike, i to interrupt. This is Joe here. Okay. Now, once we go this way, Mike, you're telling me when I get pulled over by a police officer or they knock on my door, I'm a state national. Oh, he's a state national. Let's leave him alone. You know? No, no, there's, no there's, this is Josh again. There's more to it than that. The thing is, once you get up into trust, that's when you can go uh, the full route. You know, you can pull yourself out of their jurisdiction completely. And that's what I'm working on right now. I'm not there yet, but I'm working on getting there. So you got to start being a state national. You, you, you're underwater. Then you get onto the land. Now you got to get up into the air. Yeah, the founders didn't have to do this. I mean, none, nobody, nobody else had to do this. Hey, can I ask Dan a question? This is Tave. Yeah, what he said is spot on. It, it, it's, it's fraud, Joseph. They're, they're literally the, the governments, the governments, which are corporations, are deliberately, intentionally, willfully treating all human beings, not as men and women, but as chattel, as property, as, as literally as property, as, as an ownership, that they are, are through doctrine of parents, pat, patria, they are the parent. They have control of us. They are our rulers through corporate regulations, corporate rules, corporate bylaws. That's how they are treating the American people and people around the world. That's a fact. So it is literally about recognizing it and going through a process of taking steps to officially declare that you do not accept that, you reject that, and you're taking ownership, which leads into, as Josh said, trust. What is trust? 
trust is the highest level of, of, of ownership. It's, it's, it's knowing that the person can be trusted, they're trustworthy, they're, they're honest, they're, 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 they're respectable, they're, they're righteous, they're godly. Um, because let's face it, if there's a bunch of savages out there, there needs to be some kind of a government system in place uh, to c- control them all, whether, whether it's a corporation or not. And that's where there are literally two government systems in play. As you know, Joseph, from your 10 years, you, you've been harping on the, the, you know, the Republic for the United States of America. What was behind that? Oh, the fact that the original constitutional republic is this, but, hey, look, this you know, de facto government has taken over. It's more than just calling them de facto. It's about pointing out that they are corporate. They have incorporated, and the Supreme Court of the United States has ruled that if governments are going to act as corporations, they are subject to all the rules, regulations, and bylaws that apply to corporations, and they have no jurisdiction over a living man or woman. If the Supreme Court ruled on that, then why is that not being recognized by the lower courts? That's where my question was going to be at, because I think that that's... We you don't can't have to just jump in, Dave. Dave, you got it. Yeah, you got it. You can't just jump in and talk over everybody. You got to You got to You know, hang on. I said. All right, Dave has something he wants to say. Go ahead. Yeah, there's two things here. I heard someone speaking today about, like Josh was saying, stepping out away from everything. Yeah, I can't we can't hear him. him. Can't hear you, nope. Dave. Okay. Hang on a second. Just we, could, we just can't hear you. About now, yeah, is that better? It, it, a little better. Okay. I guess. Um, I heard somebody today saying that Trump wasn't going to be indicted or whatever was going on, but he's not going to show up in Washington for any reason whatsoever because, number one, everything that goes on in that, that's not part of the 50 states, the United States. You know, that's a separate entity like the Vatican. By not recognizing that, he can tell them to pound salt. Why haven't we done that? You know, anybody that goes to Washington, D.C. ends up in jail and is stuck there. Look at this, the people that went there on January 6th that are still in jail that still haven't had a court appearance only because they're off the grid of America, and they're in that corporation's, what do you want to call it, stronghold? Yeah, but they went and kidnapped those people. They, Dave, hang on. They went and kidnapped those people and brought them to Washington, D.C., so it's not they went there and got stuck there. What would happen if a group of people went up there to break them out? That's not breaking any law in America, because that's not an American state. Dave, we're going to address that as time goes on. Dan, Dan okay. raised yeah, his I hand. Yeah, I see what I'm saying as far as like Josh was saying. I got Dave. All right, Dave, hang on. Hang on. I yield. Yeah, I just I just want to make it clear because we're running out of time and and people's attention spans are real real small, so we can't go down real deep rabbit holes. Really, what we're witnessing is a communist insurgency, and there's a group of people who brought communism to Russia and every other country where the communists took control. They are now operating here, as the United States general told me in person in the 1990s and warned me about the communist insurgency at that time. So nothing has gotten better because the average American's not paying attention, they're not getting involved, they're not learning, they're just buying and acquiescing left and right while the communists continue to take over. 
So this is not going to be something we win at a ballot box. There is no political solution. We are in the middle of a communist takeover, and the only way it's going to get fixed is when the people recognize that and we start fighting communists with their own weapons. Are you? What about our military? And I got to think about Daniel because in? what Daniel just said there Hang on, was, Dave. Was, was actually understated. Um, what Dan, but what Daniel said there was, was the ultimate pinnacle of the truth. Um, he said there's a group of people. Um, one of the issues I've addressed a lot, and we're going to clarify it as we move forward in these, in these meetings and shows, is um, this what I call the Jew psyop or being able to pigeonhole people in an anti-Semite situation. You nonetheless have many people who understand that these self-proclaimed, these people who are self-proclaimed Jews, who are all in the government, they've infiltrated. And when he mentioned Russia earlier, he's talking about the Jewish Bolshevik Revolution. It was a group of high society, high pollutant Jews in the Jewish Bolshevik Revolution that infiltrated and hijacked the Russian government and took over and started that war, killed the, the Christian czar in Russia and the whole nine yards. And anybody that's – most people are not even familiar with the true history. They need to watch Europa, The Last Battle, which is the top video at the bigvirushoax.com and righteousarmy.org to be fully apprised of that. But that group of people, okay, this is where I have a call for all my Jewish brothers and sisters out there. For all my Jewish friends, for all the good Jews, to the extent that we can say there's good Catholics and bad Catholics, there's good Christians and bad Christians, there's good people and bad people, there's good Jews and there's bad Jews, okay? It's time for the good Jews to stand up and renounce and speak against the Jews or self-proclaimed Jews who, starting back in the early 1900s, were using their newspapers and periodicals to promote all kinds of fables and tales in order to get their war going, which they did with the Rothschild funding and the Rothschild money to get World War I, World War II funded on both sides so they could nation, not nation build, nation destroy so that they could work towards their new world order, one world government agenda, which is what they've been doing for the last hundred years. So Dan has a lot of rich understanding in history in those areas. I'm just always keen and savvy to point out that we can't get caught up and pigeonholed into this, oh, it's the damn Jews, it's the damn Jews. To the extent that we've mentioned it before, Revelation 2.9 and 3.9, those who call themselves Jews but are not. Yet we also know that Yahushua, when he was on this earth, who was he ridiculing and, and calling their father was the father of lies and that they were murderers and thieves? He was referring to every, everybody would say he was referring to the Jews at that time the Sanhedrin, the scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, right? The Jews, that's what we understand. We clearly understand there was a controversy between Jesus and the Jews. Most people think Jesus was a Jew. Jesus was not a Jew. Most people don't even know what a Jew is. What's a Jew to begin with? That word's only been around for a few hundred years. The word essentially is deriving from either a person derives from the tribe of Judah which doesn't make them a Jew. It just simply means they derived from the tribe of Judah, or they hailed from the land of Judea, so they may be referred to as a Jew. And when we look back at how the Khazarians infiltrated and hijacked Judea and Judaism and the Judites and completely sabotaged and began to take on this role as being the religious leaders that they had it, and they brought the Talmudic Babylonian teachings with them so they could justify, justify their child 
sacrifices and pedophilia and everything else, that same group of people, which it's all biblical, comes from that, the Edomites, the Esau, the bad bloodline. It all goes back to the Cain and Abel story. And Dan can elaborate that at great length. But that's the point, and it needs to be made clear that there's a bad bloodline. They call themselves Jews, whether they are Jews or not. Jews who are opposed to a New World Order, One World Government agenda. Jews who believe in the Seventh-day Sabbath, which we'll discuss as well as time goes on here in our meetings, what that means and what that's about. Jews who believe in their opposed they're, they're for traditional family values. They're opposed to self-destructive behaviors. They believe in healthy food habits and food laws. Good people who identify as being Jews who are opposed to those who call themselves Jews that own and run the Fed and own and run the world banks and are trying to institute a new world order, one world government agenda so that they can rise up and say, we Jews have all the answers. We are God's people and we will rule over all. And as Cave will harp on because he's done it a lot, implement their uh their their uh uh i should just let Dave harp for a minute their Noahide uh, laws anti-noahide right yep right which is a concern you know, to a lot I'm of people to see, you know, we always discussed it we always thought it was like you guys would say you can't call them the jews it's not the jews because that's your anti-semite target that immediately goes on your back and you're targeted and you can't escape that i've now come to call them the Bolshevik hidden hand. If you look into it, as we have and people know, you're talking about your Freemasons at the highest levels, not your local levels, because those people don't even really know what's going on. But your 33 and the third degrees, where you get into these cult-like uh, rituals that they provide and do, they ha- a lot of them, I hate to say it, man, our founding fathers were not Christians. Yes, they it, were. It they were not founding fathers, we're not Freemasons. Uh, yeah, but anyway, some of them were, you know, there's... But anyway, no, I'm just saying, but that's, we don't want to call them Jews. They're not just mm-hmm. Jews, because there are good Jews, as long as they're anti-Noahide and anti-Talmudic. All right, we got all that. All right, but the, the normal, everyday, average person out there who's going to work every day does not know anything about what we're talking about right there. They just care about... The, those are the people, really, we've got to get motivated. Those are the people that we're going to have to move the masses with the knowledge that we have. But cause talking about what we're talking about right now, they don't have a clue. So watch this David's video. Yeah, I don't want – yeah. Right. I know, but I don't know about David. Well, Strait, you know – You know, I mean, you know, what's David Strait? What, well, I'm going to be fucked right now. Personally, <laughs> and, and David Strait is I, I can't understand why we don't have the military. You gotta get down to a in. common folk person. And guess who I am? Common folk. I represent eighty percent of the people all here, and I'm telling you, this is how you get to them. Yeah. But keep fucking around. That's why. But, but you're saying follow a process. You're saying follow a process. What process are you talking about? Nobody's gonna file any file any paperwork with David Strait. Nobody's gonna file any process. Nobody's going to do that, you know. So I. It, so it does again, seem like a long, drawn-out process. It does seem like you know, that because not, we went through this at the very paper. beginning. First of all, it's not right or not fair for uh, you, Justin. You can't speak for any one person, let alone the millions out there that will decide that for themselves. And the fact that there are already oh yes, you can. Three million. Yeah, and the billions of people on the planet 
he can speak for a couple of million. But right, my question is why do you think these people will not follow procedure and file paperwork? They can't. They, well, why is it that you think that they would not do that? You do that anyway, you're going to wind up filing 20 times more paperwork with traffic tickets and zoning regulations and whether or not you can dig a little, uh, you know, divot in your yard or deflect a little rainwater. I'm giving you your answer. Well, so my point is, uh, why would you do that? Because you're going right into their exactly. system. You're putting yourself right there. That's what pisses me off more than anything about this whole thing. Is when you talk about all this stuff like this. I gotta mute him. You just can't jump in there like that. You just can't do that. You know. All right. Anyway, because uh, you're calling it the David Strait process, no, and nobody knows who David Strait is, and nobody really cares. Now, if you're calling it the American process or the Republic process or something like that, a constitutional process, then I, well, then you'll get people to follow it. That's what I'm saying. You, know, everyone keeps saying David Strait like he's some king or something. You know. You know. Nobody knows who he is. So that's well, all you gotta uh, Mike would know that you're high from junior high. I can verify this. And if they don't have it in your junior high book right now, all you got to do is just go back 10 years because this survives Common Core. So let me explain it from the get-go. There's two statuses that you have. You know that you can go, and even though there's a law against handling, you can still go against your next-door neighbor and bet $500 because it's private not commercial. They're not out there trying to make money on this, okay? They're just having a private sale, whether it's like a car or otherwise. You know that either it's a private sale or it's a commercial sale. You go to the dealer or a used car dealer, it's a commercial sale. You buy it from Joe down the street for 500 bucks, it's a private sale. We know this. This is established. Now, when you walk into a courtroom, are you in commerce or are you private? You see, the courtroom only has jurisdiction for 99.9% over commerce, not private. Okay, Alan. So you Alan. can sell Alan, can I ask you without interference down the street. It's the same thing as if you are operating in private or in commerce. Let me finish this because this is the key thing that everyone's missing. They have taken, since when they sat there and took over the National Reserve and started printing notes and reserve money, which is not reserve money. It's a, well, maybe I'll pay you someday. Here's a promise. Okay? Ever since they did that, they had a commerce that would agree to take what? That bill. When they did that, they created a division within the citizenship of America which has to be redefined once they did that. The redefinition is something that you're hearing every day on the regular mainstream media. That is, the citizen, uh, not a citizen Chinese. You don't hear that. Chinese national, Mexican national. Why is this national status so important that they tell you so you ignore it? 
It's because it is that important. Why do you think they get all this free stuff? Because as a national, they're entitled to it. You see, as a citizen, you have a duty to perform. You have a duty to pay taxes. You have a duty to do the, you know, the Social Security thing. You have a duty to show up for court. Okay. If you're private, you do not. Okay. And this is a very simple thing. They have made uh, this so complicated with legalese, and that's all it is. But boiled down using Arkham's razor, when you go get your passport, there's only two things you can be, a resident or a national. Oh, you don't live here is the question that they pose. Well, of course I live here, and you, and you hit resident, right? Well, the fact is you just admitted to being a citizen with duty, not a national. So the process begins with your passport to declare what you are. When you walk into court, they already presume that you're walking into court there. Why? Well, because you're obligated to and you have that duty to. So that makes you a what? Citizen. So when, I walk, into court, so when I walk into court, right, what, what, what are you saying? When I walk into court, I'm going to say I'm not, a, I'm not a citizen anymore. You think that judge is going to listen to what I have to say? No, it's real simple. Haven't you noticed that it was within this um, uh, thing we call the Bill of Rights? Yeah. There's a word that nobody, you know, the only time we ever sit there and hear it is when a cop messes up. Oh, he has immunity. Well, what kind of immunity? Well, qualified immunity. Oh, okay. Um, have you ever heard of absolute immunity? Absolutely. We have our foreign uh, people that we send overseas to have absolute immunity. So tell me, what is greater, absolute immunity or guaranteed immunity as in the Bill of Rights? Now, does the Bill of Rights apply, yes or no? Are you a national or are you a citizen? Do you have a duty to perform under these set of laws, or are you a free man under these set of laws is the question you're answering. Well, let, me, let me clarify that even a little more. That was beautiful. I'm proud of you, Alan. You know, only three or four months ago, Alan. I, I want that to be supposed to be. I want, I want you to cut that out and send it to me. Thank you. Thank you. It's because I couldn't find the source of it. I found the source of it now. That's the problem. You see, I've been a, I've been a, a, a law study, otherwise known as a lawyer, which is nothing more than somebody studied law. That's it for 20 years. I've heard the straw man argument so many bloody times, and then when I try to reverse engineer it, I find some stuff like an OSHA or just a mention of something, something, but it goes nowhere. I couldn't ever find the beginning of the trail. And you have to go back, and, and when, when all these other things fell into place, that's exactly what I did. I went back. How are you going to file, file paperwork in a courtroom that you're trying to remove yourself from? You, you don't. You just simply say that you're immune. You are. That is up to the prosecutor. And he tries to sit there and prosecute you. He has to reveal that to the court that you are immune. Yeah, okay. In addition to that, what you're asking for is you're not asking for the paperwork or, or the status. What you're asking for is the enforcement. One case where that has worked in this country.
So I could almost jokingly say, you know what, Joseph, go back and watch this segment of the video and listen to this. Mike, when I walk into court on August 22nd, they're going to laugh me out of there. Okay, the idea is so you don't have to walk into court. Just matter, the police officer is not giving you a ticket. You don't wind up in court unless it's an actual top ten murder, assassin, or whatever it is. And we would agree that, you know. Here's the way I would address that, Joseph. Number one, let me bring into this discussion Eric Dingus, who for the longest time, Eric Dingus is brilliant. I, I had Eric in one hand and David. Yeah, you're working really well for the January 6th victims, Mike. Working real good for them. For the American people and for everybody that watches this video and for you, Joseph, is get educated and know your shit. Know the laws because, frankly, it's irrelevant what your paperwork is if you know your shit and you know the laws and you have the fortitude and the grit to stand for your rights, you will prevail, period. And I'm not talking about I'm going to go out and get drunk and get in a, a drink. I love what you're saying, but court. hold on, and then go into court with a DUI and say, I'm a sovereign judge. You've got no jurisdiction over me. No, you can easily put yourself back in their jurisdiction. Well, that's public safety. There's nobody that's going to argue that. How do you figure? What if they charge you with a crime that you're not that you're not guilty of, Mike? They're frauding people. People don't even know. Okay. No. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's your way. Hang on. Hold on. Hold on. But that description is. That's true. Maybe you're absolutely right. Let me tell you what they do now. When you had this right when you started, okay, you really did have it right when you started. When you sit there and says it's your education against theirs, that's where it's correct. And let me tell you a very short instance where I was protesting. I got a disturbing the peace on a ticket, and I had to show up for court. And I showed up for court, and I looked at the ticket, and it had a box for my first name, a box for my second name. It had a bunch of writing all over it, but it had a box that went all the way around it as well. And the judge says, how do you plead? And I says, plead to what? This only thing says is uh, printed in 2008, revised something. Is that guilty or not guilty, Your Honor? Why am I here? He says, well, that's a ticket. And I says, yeah, but uh, it's unlegible. And once more, it doesn't say anything about whether or not I pushed a button that I was not supposed to push a button or didn't push a button that I was supposed to push a button. So I need a bit what is referred to uh, without having said it is a bill of particulars that I can plead to. Can you name me, Gallen? Can you name me any case? Nobody's going to provide that. Even if they are bringing frivolous. 
regimental statutes against you. They are stopped dead in your track by the education you will get by knowing what a notary is. Alan, Alan, can you name me any cases? Would you like to know at what scale this will get you out of without ever going to court? Hillary Clinton is sitting on a tarmac. The FBI is crawling down her throat. After a couple of really tense moments that lasted way too long, she gets up with a smug smile on her face. She walks over and gets a $1 bill out of her purse, and she shows it to them. And what she told them next is, if you do not get out of here, I'm going to let the whole world know that this is a blank piece of paper because there's a box going all around it. You look for anybody else's. I'm not telling. Dude, this is a legal document, international, and if you're going to tell me you don't understand what a notary republic is, then go get one. I don't care what it is. Here, what what if I added this to the document and then put a box around it? Is it part of the document? No. It's a blank piece of paper. It's the biggest thing, and it's the biggest scam in the bloody world. And let me tell you something. I don't need to be a conspiracy theorist because I can look at the bloody law. I can tell you what a notary is supposed to be. I play. I, David Strait used that box thing. I remember he was getting interviewed on that, and they called him up on that, and he got they got fried by the interview. Don't forget, I also asked for a bill of particulars. And I says, oh, hell, I have no idea why I'm here. Where the hell is the guy that I was supposed to be able to what? Reconciliate before I ever got to court. Where is this guy? Because I'm not accepting. Can you name me any cases? doctor for this person I must have harmed because I'm in court. All these things are together. (laughs) These are all stops. The problem is you have to make more than three stops. Can I get any case law? Can I get any case law that's on the books where anyone has won in, with this process? Yes. My, my ticket. My, okay, well, let me punch in my ticket. Then I can go back further. Stop moving the 32 <laughs> cats and the dog. Okay, everybody, punch in my ticket. I to Colorado without a driver's license and without a license plate on the vehicle. I was stopped three times. Once accused of uh, DUI, which I wasn't even in the vehicle. They wanted to say I was drinking in the parking lot and was ready to leave. That's how big of a setup it was. So I punched in my ticket. I drove away. No license. No license plate. Yeah, people drive around with no license plate until they get caught and they get with the right cop that locks them up. I drove away because I knew what to say. Speak up, Mike. Can't hear you. This point I'm going to make right now. Can't hear you, Mike. This point I'm going to make right now. You need to make it. You Can't need to hear make it you. In your brain and carry it with you around like a kid with a candy bar in his pocket. Oh, God. It's impossible for you to keep saying that when you know yourself that you're going to win some, lose some. Win yeah, exactly. There's a lot of people losing right now when we have 18 U.S.C. 31 as definitions. You can look it up. Uh, audience, if you guys got access to Wikipedia, best is Cornell Law. Go to 18 U.S.C. 31. Now, do I have my shit straight? Now, here's another one. 18 U.S.C. 35, the fact that they lied on the ticket 
is a false report to a government official as a government official. That's 18 U.S.C. 35. When they give you that ticket, they just violated that because they said that you were required to have a license. You're not, according to 18 U.S.C. 31. This is federal law. It cannot be circumvented or changed by the state. The only thing the state can do or the government can do is regulate what? Commerce. 18, 18 U.S.C. 31. This is the branches of evil usurpation of our court system, if you don't get the root out, sting your time. I don't give a shit whose paperwork you use. I don't care what your strategy is. When the enemy controls your government and your courts and the media, you're not going to win. So identify the root of this freaking real and get rid of it. They do not control your language. And that's the difference. But you destroy the language, and they cannot do that in the public forum. Because as soon as they allow that to continue in a public forum, you've just given everybody in the audience the exact same out. Okay, I agree with Dan there, Mike. Everybody in the audience is going to sit there and say, I'm going to say what that guy said, not having any understanding of why these things are. Okay, Dan, is that actually in your right? You've got to get down to the root of it, and the root of it is whether or not you're operating in commercial 1830, 1830. You've already got a license plate on the vehicle and it's expired. You've already agreed to that commercial practice. Oh, God. There's a lot of ways that you're going to be found guilty of that because you've already agreed to it. 18 U.S. 31 deals with aircraft. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll keep going down. It's also got spacecraft in there, too. Well, motor, motor vehicle, the term motor vehicle means every description of a Okay, one moment, please. 
the Chicago Motor, Motor Company comes to mind offhand, but I can't remember the opposing. I mean, I've studied so much of this. Oh, uh, two years ago that I covered this, okay? All right. Second. Okay. I'm waiting. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. I'd like to, I just want one case where somebody has won. Not dismissed because the judge got tired of it. I can I can come up with a Yeah, I'm going to show you precedents. All the precedents that. Name me one lawsuit that has won. Name me one. They, they will then go. They'll win the both. And even if they lose the court case, they don't hear me about a case that's won. Waiting for my. You, yes, you can, Mike. You're absolutely right. And they'll and you know, and the first, most likely, 99.9% of the time, will be dismissed for for lack of jurisdiction or failure to state a claim or yes, yes, yes. No, it, it goes to. Court. I've been there. I've been there. I've done it. Okay. It doesn't mean they won. Doesn't mean they won, okay. though, Mike. The United States Constitution provides a legal basis for many of the rights American citizens enjoy. However, the most culturally important writings, the Constitution is interpreted differently by different people. And again, this is by fine law. What now, if there happen? wasn't a question of the law that you could win, we wouldn't even find this. Now, do you want the actual law or do you want the explanation? Where somebody has used this process and won in yes. court. Yes. I, I've gone through at least a hundred that keep coming up that all win, and I keep hearing. Uh, I just want one, brother. That's all. You can search YouTube for those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube. That's if I'm. Yeah, let me bring a Youture video. I'm sorry. They have the actual let me bring that into the appeals court. In the video. Let me bring that into the appellate court. Hey, I got a YouTube video here for your honors. Here, can you watch this? That'll win my case. Come on, man. We're talking to the American people right now. This is this this is just, you know, whether it's true or not. It's it's. Come on, man. Come on, Mike. You can do better than this. I mean, everybody. This is how we're gonna win. This is how we're gonna overturn the system by a YouTube video. Come on. I gotta be honest with you. I gotta be honest with you. When I hear you talking like this, Joseph, as much as I bend over backwards to give you you know, props and, and say how we've come along yeah. together. Yeah. You impressed me as, yes, working we're working for the Vatican, working for the Vatican. I work for, I work for the Vatican, yeah, okay, Mike. Yep. Yeah. I work for the Vatican Knights, Mike, yep. Yep. Mike, I don't want to see my brothers and sisters out there get locked up and get their head smashed in like I did. Because where were you, Mike, when I was handcuffed to a grate in the floor, getting my head kicked into the floor? You didn't come driving up to North Carolina to bomb me out. Okay? Yeah. Hang on, I got a caller on the phone, Mike. Hang on. Yeah. Okay, Mike. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I'll get my head kicked in the floor, Mike. Hang on. I got a caller on the phone right now. Go ahead. Go ahead, there, 203. Good evening, gentlemen. 
I've, I've been listening here for a long time, and uh, one thing Joe's not as a Fed, but anyway, or Vatican. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I th- I think the problem is that we we the and if I might just interject because maybe I have no business here. But yeah, speak loud I, too, Peter. Yeah, I think the problem we're having is. Is yeah, understanding. You know, I've heard this before. Recording heard, We've heard so many different people come on and say, you know, just tell the cop you you got a passport, and just tell the cop you're a sovereign citizen, and just you know, and it's it seems to have evolved over time. But yet, guys, speak I, up, Peter. We can't hear you. Well, that's your that's your system, not mine. This thing's at full volume. All right, well, go ahead. I can hear you now. Go ahead. I can hear you, Peter Ventura. Recording is on. What the hell is that? Go ahead. Go ahead, Peter. The recording stopped. I guess this is like Zoom after all, where they only give you so much time to record. All right, okay. All right, I got uh, Connecticut on the phone line. Go ahead there, Peter. I, and I think the problem is this, is is we, we I, I could use some case law. Uh, to look and see where these people have done it and how they did it and get a better example. I'd like to look at their pleadings, and uh, that would help me a great deal rather than just, you know, telling me to go into court and do this and that. I, I want to see how You're on speakerphone. Can you guys hear him okay? Can you guys hear him oh, okay? Barely. barely. I know. He's got to talk louder. I know. I can He's hear on speakerphone. That's what it is. Uh, is that any better? I can hear him just fine. Okay, my callers can hear him. Yeah, get a speaker. If you can get off speaker, Peter, we can hear you fine. But um, what I'm saying is that I I haven't seen any case law, and case law would help me as a listener to, uh, you know, I'm a paralegal, and I'd like to look at some of that stuff myself. I've I've filed, you know, appeals for criminal appeals for guys in, in almost every circuit in this country. And some we've won, some we haven't. But, uh, my problem is I got to see it to understand it. Telling me how to do it. it, it basically, he's saying he has to see the case law. He's a paralegal, and he has to see the case law. You know, everyone wants to see case law when you walk into court. You know, former cases. You're not going to win if you don't have case law. Even a Supreme Court decision helps us. A U.S. Supreme Court decision? Yeah, if you've got a U.S. Supreme Court decision, sure. So let's um, and again, I'm having problems with screen sharing right now. So yeah, I know. Uh, I'm the volume. To travel upon the public highways and to transport his property therein, a horse-drawn carriage, wagon, automobile is not a mere privilege which may be permitted or prohibited at will, but a common right which he has under his right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Under this constitutional guarantee. One may, therefore, under normal conditions, travel in his own inclination along the public highways and public places, and while conducting himself in ordinary and decent manner, neither interfering nor disturbing another's rights, he will be protected not only in his person but also in his safe conduct. This is Thompson versus Smith. That's that, that United States Supreme Court, or is that? A, or is that a... Yes, that's the United States Supreme Court. All right, Court. yeah, I read that case. Secondary, which is. Uh, uh, Supreme Court, which is also titled Thompson Smith. We have uh, something I cannot pronounce, Canestra versus, uh, Mills versus D.C., uh, Bavarian versus Lusser, Campbell versus Walker, Simon versus Lindsay, House versus Kramer, Brinkman versus Pakalike, 
Now, again, there's another one that's a very famous one. I don't know if it's going to list it here, but it's a Chicago Motor Company. It was decided, I think, in the 1950s. So they, they've never actually required a license. What happened socially is that this became a rule because everybody wanted to become in commercial practice. Why? Because then you could not be like the Three Stooges selling fish out of the back of your van. If you were using it for commercial purposes, okay, such as advertising your business and having a bunch of tools and your for sale sign on that, then you had to have a license review. And that is where the original reason and social acceptance of the license came. And ever since then, Somewhere it became a, uh, a rite of passage to get your license when you were 16, et cetera, so forth, rather than what it is, a commercial license. Well, I could I, hang on. Oh, well, I could yeah, that may be true in all all well in aspect, but the bottom line is that you're not going. You know, it's just not going to happen. The courtrooms across this country, they may be corrupt and it may be broken. You're absolutely right, and it may be uh, right or wrong. Can I finish, please? Uh, Court, they have always won in appeals due to. No, they haven't. Court. No, they haven't. Say yes, they have. No, show me the case they lost in appeals. My case. I'll show you somebody that walked in and discovered that. Hey, you want to know something? I'm going to win this case. I'm going to argue that the moon is made of cheese. If the Supreme Court, I'm going to show you the argument how they lost. Okay. The Supreme Court, because there's people paid to go out and do that too. The Supreme Court, if the Supreme Court, all these Supreme Court cases that you claim that you've read, I've read all these cases that have nothing to do with your driver's licenses or permission to travel on the roadway. That's like, right. It has to do with the definition of commercial. Yes, okay. And the state, and it's been okay. well established. You're talking about a higher standard. I'm talking about a higher standard. The commercial standard. It's been well. I'm gonna shut him up right there. Hang on. It's been well established that we all know that they that they can't that you have to have a driver's license. You're, nobody's. You're not gonna pull get pulled over by the police department and say I'm a sovereign citizen and they're gonna let you go. <laughs> Am I right, Peter, or not? Well, I, I I think this. Is there any Supreme Court cases in modern time? Besides the 1950s. Yeah, I know. There's, there's not. I know. In modern time, they'll argue with you. Their, their process hasn't won. This is David Strait. Pay $495. Come to a lecture, and you'll be free. <laughs> come on. We heard it all before. That's not how you're going to fix this republic. Sorry. So what if you use the term state national instead of sovereign citizen? If you use the name state national, the cop will laugh at you, brother. You know that. Come on. You know, new names for terrorists. You will not find sovereign citizen listed anywhere within the law. If you use state national, what will happen? If you use state national, what will happen? I can find national in the law all over the place. I can even find it on the mainstream media. It, that, that Chinese national, you know, that came over here and stole all that uh, stuff from the university. The Chinese national that owned a sa uh, San Diego. Okay, time uh, out. Guys, time out. Let's, time out. Time out. Mike, Mike, let's uh, check this out, right? I'm, time out. Mike, can I speak? I got a challenge right now. Mike. Mike. I got a question here. Hang on. I'm going to put this to rest right now. I'm in front of everybody. I'm going to take my driver's license. I'm going to cut it in half. I'm going to take the license plate off my car. When I get pulled over, I want you guys to represent me. Okay? And beat my case. Whoa, whoa, wait. Oh, come on. Come on. freaking... Come on, I'm going to go. No, I'll, I have to notify them that you have decided 
that you don't require it anymore, and you're going to be operating in private. Until you do that, there's no point. Because we're still in commercial law. Okay, I'm operating private. Okay, let's get the paperwork rolling. Let's go. I'm operating private. You start becoming national. We we know. Well, I don't. I, wait. When I'm born in this country, I don't have to fill out paperwork and be free. Duality. They can treat you as a citizen. They can treat you as a national. You have duality in your status. You have two different statuses, not one. And you're not going to let them choose the status you have. Because he always does that. He always does that. He always does that. He always does that. Well, he doesn't like when people are yelling on top of each other. Well, the founding fathers argued with each other. They were arguing when they, you know. I'm talking. Yeah. Because you'll carry on for 15 minutes. It's not good. Joseph, if you want to bring it up and if you can share it, the link is in the chat for Jitsi. All right. Talk, and we can talk to people that want to talk. But for the purpose of this recording, I'm, I'm, I, I'm upset that you guys just keep talking over each other for so long I couldn't even get in to make my point, even though I was yelling and screaming and trying to get in, because I wanted to say this before Dan jumped out, because I wanted to go to the point that Dan made about whacking at the at the limbs and not cutting out the root, okay? Um, he'd agree with me, I'm sure, with what I'm about to say. I was going to clarify his words. We're not whacking at the weeds. What we're doing here is planting new roots, okay? We're reestablishing roots. Okay. Because we need to go back to our roots. I agree okay? with that. So, and we need more people. We need more people to be on board with that. And the more people that are on board with that, the less of the points you're trying to make, Joseph, will even be an issue. Because the more people there are that are standing for their rights, as the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the Supreme Court has ruled as state nationals under the original Constitution and not under a corporation, the more people that do that, the more successes will happen in the courtroom. So okay. All right. I agree with that, Mike. I agree with that 100%. But we're going to have to have a system here where, you know, we'll keep it down to two or three minutes. Everybody speaks and they say, I yield. So this way we're not talking over each other. You know what I mean? I apologize. Yeah. No, I just get passionate. We get passionate about the issue because, you know what, look, man, you know, I, like I said, that really did happen to me. I was kidnapped, and it's not because I no, hit right, it. It's not because I hit it off. I'm just telling you what the law is. These people will follow the dog going oh, just like you would. It's not because I hit it off. You didn't have that person arrested. Until you found out what the truth was, you will continue to do that. Yeah, I know, but it's not because I head-bunted an officer. Again, it's not that because you give it to them, they are on notice that they're deliberately violating the law. We know they're violating the law. Whatever it is, they decide to do it. They decide to arrest you. Okay, well, you know what? That's going to suck for me, I guess. But it's going to suck for you later because you're the one breaking the law. And you can say this without getting emotional. You just say, hey, you know what? That's going to really suck for me, but in the long run, it's going to suck for you because that's the law right there. Yeah, but a lot of people can't afford to do that. they got kids. they got the houses. They, they don't have the courage to do that. Let's not say afford. 
No, you got two kids. Because they can't afford to be in the system anymore. The system, the electric company, the phone no, company, no, the no. Um, you know, water company, no, all this no, no. raising of prices, and your salary isn't going up with it. Yeah, I know, but it's literally a flip for taxation. You see, our, our real enemy is not the government. All right, here we go. He's going to keep carrying on for 10 minutes. Okay. All right. All right. So, you know, I got a muted. I get a headache. You know, I said two, three minutes talk, and then you yield. You know, not talk for 15 minutes about the same sovereign nonsense. You know, sovereign citizen crap has been blown out of the water. It's all a bunch of nonsense, and, and, and it doesn't work. It's been proven. Anyway, okay, you done? Now, Mike, what do we got to, you know, what, what seems to be, what, what do we got to do here for, uh, to get this show where we, we're talking, you know, and we're not talking over each other and stuff like that? Yeah, well, first of all, it's going to help when everybody's on camera. Um, I, I can host a uh, timer, a three-minute countdown timer, just loops, and um, that, you know, that way you have an idea how, how much time has gone. That's a good idea. Loops, obviously, you know. That's a good idea. All right, now I've got a bunch of people on the phone line here still with me, guys. So, you know, so I'm doing a show. So if you're not recording, Mike, there's no point in us trying to struggle to hear them. I want you guys just call into no, the no, show. Right. right. Yeah, that's another issue. We need to work out a way for your call. I need a bigger speaker. That's all. I just got to get a louder I'm gonna speaker. I'm going to work out some of this. Now, I'll engineer it at this end, and I'll work out a lot of this. Uh, I think it was uh, Joshua that had problems with the uh, audio before or something. But um, it was the first time, and I... Again, I was talking, and he just started talking over me. So, anyway, uh, then call into the show. Call into the show, Mike, if you guys want to talk. But, anyway, i got a host of people on the phone here. All right, Cave, you got your hand up, so go ahead, Cave. You, you know, want to speak and say I something? Say this, I've listened to this stuff for now about 14 years, the sovereign citizen stuff. I have yet to try it because every time I see something, it, it looks like it might move forward. It gets knocked down. It's people. There's a very few people that we've encountered. I know Mike brings up Eric uh, Dengis or Dengis, and he, yep. the world, and had Tennessee and all the sheriffs under lockdown. And I haven't heard a goddamn word about it since. Yep, yep, you're absolutely correct. I can, yep. So here's my thing. If I go into, if I go do this, I have to pay this money and I have to wait. But I don't understand why I am trying to enter into a court. That I want the hell out of to begin with. I'm putting myself at risk. <laughs> exactly. By going there, by going there, I'm putting myself at risk because I'm defying their law. Why are we trying yeah. to fix our way that we want? Well, well Kay, Kay, let me say this. It's because a lot of people, you know, a lot of, why should we have to have licenses? I agree. You know, why driver's licenses and everything. And and but but at the same time, you know. You, you, you know, we, we're, they're trying, we're trying to implement common law to a country that has no common sense. You know, so, you know, what are we going to do, you know? <laughs> I, 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 I com right there completely, you know, and I watched something last night again where I watched a guy talk about military code and how everything is, is – what we're seeing is a big fucking psyop, like Mike likes to say. But the thing to me yeah. is when are they going to fucking step in because I am watching – Neighborhoods. I'm watching people die because it's getting so fucking out of hand. There's Watch your language, please. Watch your language, please. The lawlessness has gotten to the point to where if this isn't a, a psyop or if this is the game that they're running to try and get some kind of an outcome, 
How many lives does it have to cost before I have to put my guns on or put my hands up on or get in the street with somebody before it's recognized at a level like that? Because I don't want that. But if it comes to that, they're not going to come here and do it to me. But I'm telling everybody. Okay, Ted. Okay, all right, all right, Ted. Ted, Ted, before you hang yourself. Okay, okay, yes, yes, okay. I got you. I got you on that. Yeah, I got you on that. I feel the same way. I don't understand why they always want to talk about law. The what a case law, case law. The case law is all part of the bars system. The same shit we're trying to get away from. Why can't the military step in and say, "Hey, you guys are all a bunch of traitors. Either hang them or lock them up." Give the people. Yeah, but who are they the going damage. after? All right, Dave. All right, all right. The military's not going to come in with tanks and everything and just say you're all a bunch I'm of traitors and lock them up. We don't know who listen, we're locking up. Okay. Listen. No. See. No. 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 Let me. I'm not done talking because you put me on. You had to go buy another phone so you could hear me. Now you can hear me. Here's what I'm saying. Just like when you say about the, when you bring up the Jews, I'm not talking about the Jews. And when I say the military, I'm not talking about the military as a force at war. I'm talking about military code and justice, tribunals. Peaceful, lawfully, where people that are found guilty in front of the, the, the military court, you're hung. You're, you're you want to bring? You want to use military justice? You're saying you want to use military I justice military, on the American citizens? I want military justice to step in right now and take over this situation, our government, because what's going I on? I disagree in Washington, with that. I disagree. I, well, I don't want tanks on, on the street. I don't want no. I don't want the military to step in and arrest Listen, American citizens. No. United no. States of America's lost if it doesn't happen because there's a coup going on and there's we're being in. Uh, God dang it, we're being overrun. Yeah, okay? uh, well, yeah, but when the answer is the military arresting citizens and using military tribunals because, you know. Is he talking the about the, the military tribunals that would be arrest, uh, arresting Biden? Yeah. Okay, I, for all the corruption. He's talking about the you talk about the entire country. Against the U.S. people. Not against okay. the people. I'm talking the about the people in the government. There's no such thing as martial law in America. Who is the government in America? We the people. There's a book called there the Law of War Manual. It's an oxymoron. I want everybody well, to look at the look under look the law. They're trying to sit there and make provisions for that. Who doesn't, who doesn't have the authority? The military? Are you out of your mind? Look up the laws of war manual. I want everybody to put all your case put all your case law garbage down. Throw your books down. Pay attention. Dave. There's a book called the Laws Dave. of War Manual. Yeah. Dave, we the people are the authority, not the military. You understand we the people can't do a damn thing? Because we're so many, divided. It doesn't take a million people. It could take 10,000 people. It doesn't no, it matter. Could, as long as you've got a no. righteous army of people out you, there, it doesn't take no. millions. Listen, you You're have still talking, to understand Jay, what I'm the, military, the military will step in and do the right thing because they are no, following they won't. the No, they won't. Law. They're not trained to do the right thing. You don't know you're what you're wrong. talking about. The military muted, muted, muted. The military is trained to do one thing, and trust me, it's not to uphold the Constitution of the United States. Now, back to you, Jay. They have no, they have no authority to act in that way. Exactly. Be against the people or the officials. The actual only people that actually have arrest pile, power over the official or a uh, scenario where they can lock down an area is the FBI. 
No, 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 no. The FBI is unconstitutional, too, technically. <laughs> technically, but that, they, they were given that power in order to be able to get rid of corruption. Right. While we have the most corrupt people we can find hired to be, well, the people that are policing the corruption. Yes, I know. Go ahead, Ted. Now on you, Ted. We can't. The military got to That's all there is to it. All right. Well, he. I'll be, all right, Dave. Your position is get the military involved. Okay. All right, that's your position. Again, I'm not saying I think this that like a, like a force. Don't listen to me. I'm not hey, talking about can like I finish, race. please? Yeah, but you're not going to put me on the spot. You're not going to say misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm not saying the military is a force come in and take over the people like that. I'm saying step in and tell this de facto government you're no longer going to operate like this. We're going to do it, and then we're going to give it back to the people. That's in the laws of war manual. All right, Dave. But uh, again, you're not hey, listening hey, to me. Listen to me for a second, Jace. Um, I, I just listened to at least six full sentences. Out of those six full sentences, the only thing I was able to get is emotional response. Yep. You didn't give me any authority, didn't give me any accordance. Okay. And, and that's what we need here. If you want to sit there and say that we need military to come in, we need the accordance to allow that to come in. I got that's 17 that's minutes left on my show, everybody. 17 minutes left on my show. 17 minutes. How many, so just, how many more days do we have to sit and watch the border, be, this invasion, take place? How many more people have to come into this country to be, be scheduled in, in, in targeted areas where they're going to have these sleeper cells that everybody thinks is some big joke? Well, you got military you know, age John men Doe, across the Hang board. on. John Doe's been quiet here for a little while. I want everyone to give you some closing thoughts here. So, John Doe, you've been quiet. Go ahead. You speak for a little bit if you've got anything to add. Then I'll get to 203 and then Tave, you can finish up. Go ahead, John Doe. Okay. All right. As a Jesus freak, for all those that don't realize where I come from, the only document that I stand on is the foundation of the Declaration of Independence. We're all independent, self-governing, free people. You do not get to dictate my burdens, encumbrances, and obligations of governing, period. I assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle me. You of self-governing of you. That's your private property. Whenever somebody passes a law and denies you your due process rights of redress of grievance, they've committed extrinsic fraud against you and destroyed the legal effect of your private property. You are equally important, equally significant, equally valuable, and equally worthy. There's only one law. There's only one law. It's already been completed and finished at the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and God confirmed it throughout all of humanity. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you want to continue to say all this case law has any footing at all or grounding, you're deceiving yourself. None of it was properly ratified, and we have not had a properly ratified constitution since 1808. I rest my case for now, and thank you for the time, Joe, and I appreciate everybody's participation. Let's keep working at it. Back to you. All right. Alan, you want to make a comment? I I would love to quote what he said about uh, operating in the private. Um, That was wonderfully delivered. Um, Basically, 
a lot of people are trying to boil this down to, uh, well, you just do this, and everything's fine. It isn't that. It, you have to have the entire package of education. You have to understand um, the fundamentals, not the complexities, but the fundamentals of the laws we already have. If you don't have a right to a bill of particulars or to know who accuses you and how they were harmed and have the opportunity in order to sit there and settle out of court with them, okay, then they're not following proper practice. And they cannot sit there and after initiating all this and jumping so many loops, they cannot suddenly just start creating proper practice now because they've already messed it up at the beginning. You let them let it, you know, go. And as I said, a lot of these people have one in appeals unless the, the, they go in and argue that the moon is made out of cheese, and we have that. As a matter of fact, the best uh, example of that is the Chicago gun laws. Every seven years, they go into court, and it takes seven years in order to get it back out. And the only time that uh, Chicago has ever won is if the opposing team come in and argued that the moon is made out of cheese. They deliberately throw the case, just like a professional fighter would throw a case. I'm out. All right. Peter, you want to say something? Go ahead. I still got you on. Well, I, I learned some things, but uh, <laughs> amen. I learned some things. Uh, that I can say, but I still haven't discovered what we're going to do. Okay. Okay. No salute for me this evening. God bless you all. God bless the Republic. No solution for him, Dr. Venturi yet. Okay. All right. Uh, Dave, go ahead. You want a closing thought, and then I'll get the mic to wrap it up. The law of war is of fundamental importance to the armed forces of the United States. The law of war is part of who we are. George Washington, as commander-in-chief of the Continental Army, agreed with his British adversary that the Revolutionary War would be carried on agreeable to the rules of which humanity formed and to prevent or punish every breach of the rules of war within the sphere of the respective commands during the Civil War, President Lincoln approved a set of instructions for the government of the armies of the United States in the field, which inspired other countries to adopt similar codes for their forces and which served as a template. Now, what I am saying is nobody understands military justice and military code. There's so much stuff going on behind the scenes, apparently, through the military because I am talking to two people currently in action on American soil deployed. The entire 1 million National Guard have been called up and are active now because this PSYOP that's going on and everybody's letting this craziness go on in Washington, D.C. We're all worried about sovereign this and sovereign that. There's an invasion of this country that's happening, and people are dying from drugs, the child trafficking. The worst thing that's happening is that the people that are infiltrating this country are not here to leave. They are here to take care of the white people, the Europeans. They want white genocide. I'm talking about the hidden hand. I'm talking about the Bolshevik, communist, Talmudic, satanic 
jewelry, whatever you want to call it, whatever hand you want to put it on, whatever. The thing is, our military is structured, formidable, and without a doubt, the only thing right now as a divided nation with all of us being divided that can step in, take exactly what we need back, and give it to us to fix. Get rid of the problem, but give it back to us. I'm not saying take it by force of rest citizens. I'm talking about the people that we know that are corrupt, that are doing this to America. America is lost. There's no election coming. It's a lost cause. People don't understand it. I don't know how to say it. There's a guy that speaks all the time named Derek Johnson. I thought it was a crock of shit. Listen to him. Research what he says. And then next week, if you've got an opportunity to watch maybe five or ten minutes of this gentleman talk, it will blow your mind what the military is capable of doing and what's actually happening in a shadow government that we don't have any control over but is sitting there, and I don't know why. It's what drives me nuts. We have the Marine Corps. We have the Army. We have the Navy. We have the Air Force. We have all these people that want to dedicate their lives and dedicated, not only volunteered, but yet we're going to have a president or a so-called potato head sit in office and let this invasion happen and watch innocent people die when something could be done militarily-wise, not civilian-wise, structurally under the laws of war manual by 2015 when it was reissued and re all completely revamped. Look it up. 2015 laws of war manual. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Mike. I think Mike is gone, but I, I, I would like an opportunity in order to uh, say why this is going on. All right, hang on, Alan. I got another private caller here. Let me jump in here real quick. Go ahead, private caller. Hey, Joe. What's up, man? I just got here. What's up, right. Sarge? Well, you missed a powerful show, so, uh, but this is a uh, former uh, state trooper right here, uh, Vietnam vet. And we're, we're bringing solutions to restoring our republic. We had a big heated discussion and argument here tonight. But go ahead, Alan. Alan, go ahead. I got you. Uh, sorry, I missed it. With... Yeah, you missed it. But go ahead there, uh, Alan. Um, I'd like to answer the question why. It's because we're sitting there in a theater, and everything that's happening is shock value. We're twisting one way, twisting the other, twisting, oh, my God, they did that. Oh, my God, people running around in dresses. Oh, my God, this. Uh, oh, my God, Biden. Oh, my God, Trump. Okay? What you're not seeing is the overall picture. Take all of these conspiracies and add them together and make a 10-year plan out of it. First of all, we had COVID, which is uh, directed to what? Our officials? Our military mandated. So we have a jeopardized standing army. Now, right now, this second, there's over 500,000 drones that are doggy style sitting in Denver in a warehouse. Every single one of these are capable of carrying an AR and operate independently through AI. And here's the thing. They can't put that in, in, into service without you agreeing to it. And until we don't have firefighters, until we don't have police officers, you're not going to allow them to. It's a 10-year plan. It's not just this one instance. And that's what we're here in order to try to stop. You wanted to know why? It's because they can, as long as they don't do it overnight. And they've been doing this for years and years and hundreds of years. This is how countries are made. 
and how they're broken. And oh. this one we can stop because this is an actual republic. All right, hey, Sarge, you uh... Say again? Hello? Come help me, Sarge. Hello? Uh, what? How, what, what uh, how can I help you? Well, I'm just I'm saying, Sarge, what's on? You missed most of the show. You missed most of the podcast. I was just wondering if there's anything on your mind here you want to bring up for maybe the next week's show. Uh, we're talking. We're, we're coming up with solutions here to restoring the republic. You know. Uh, well, uh, uh, I, I had thought uh, you would be talking about the events of today, and uh, you know, the, uh, as you know, rather momentous events involving, I think, what they regard as an existential threat to their existence. I'm talking about this deep state that worries all of us, and they clearly see Donald Trump, whether rightly or wrongly, as the greatest threat they face in that regard. There can be no other explanation why they would indict him today on this bullshit. This can't be. Yeah. They are literally trying to criminalize his speech. Have you seen these specious charges they didn't put up against him? Have you read this indictment? It's mind reading. It literally criminalizes him for his divorce thoughts. They'll go after anybody. That's what it's telling. They'll go after anybody now, and that's what we got to be concerned about. They'll come after us too. You know, that's what I'm saying. You know, that's why I worry about when I'm not trying to criticize Allen or what he's trying to say about his process. But you know, these guys put David Strait up as, as on this pedestal, and that worries me because I, you know, David Strait, you know. I don't know, you know, who is this guy? You know, I, I watched uh, interviews with him, and I, I, you know, I, they caught him in lies. I mean, you know, so I don't know about this guy too much. You know, file paperwork. I don't believe in paying people money to, to for freedom, you know. I believe everyone has a right to ask for donations. I mean, you want to donate to somebody who's doing something? Okay, great. But you're not going to charge me $495 for my freedom, you know. And as far as Josh goes, Josh, uh, <laughs> Didn't he, didn't Josh have the name of Mark on Facebook? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Isn't that the same Mark that him and I and Barry Croft were talking once on the phone? See, I don't know, you know. So I, I don't know. I, I will worry about that a little bit. Some of these people, but um, Alan, uh, we only got about three minutes left. Uh, we got to fix the talking over each other. You know what I mean? I don't know where Alan went. He might have, he might have just logged off. I'm sorry, I'm here. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, I hear you. I have two mutes, not one. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. So, yeah, I apologize for getting into heated discussion, which is just I like to throw the devil's advocate out there just to just to uh, because no, that's no, what a lot of people are, to, you know, you know, without it, it, it's a pointless conversation because this is a detailed matter. Uh, the questions you asked were were what everyone else is going to be asking especially if they're just walking into the show. Oh, yeah. But uh, we both know that, you know, if a police officer is actually handed the actual law, that he will do what he can in order to follow it. Okay? And if you're, if you're being cordial and you're not being a smart aleck or cussing at him, the chances of you being able to walk away before it's this ever issued is so much higher if you're a national than if you're a citizen just, oh, my God, don't give me too big of a ticket. Okay, you you have a legal standing. Well, anyway, I want everyone, uh, American statesman from another podcast was listening here tonight, so I appreciate it. And uh, Laurie Ann from uh, Lucid Libertarian was listening also, so I appreciate that. 
Uh, obviously, uh, thanks, John Doe. I appreciate you. you. were the first caller on tonight. Of course, Dr. Ventura from uh, Connecticut, he's listening. Cave, of course, thank you. And a bunch of other people were on the line. So we have a big platform here, so it's up to us not to blow it. So next Tuesday is a staple show, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Try not to be late. And we'll try to all get this down pat to technical issues to where everybody can hear each other clearer. Alan, thanks for uh, join, having me join you on the JIT-T, and, that we'll, of course, we'll be there next week, too. And, uh, you know. Hey, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, man. And uh, restoring the republic. That's what it's all about. We're in this fight together. So, uh, everybody, God bless. Take care. God bless the republic.